fans, welcome to your weekly EastEnders podcast, Albert Square After Dark, where we'll be discussing the going-ons this week between the 18th of September to the 21st of September 2023. How are you? Hope you're all good. I'm Re, and joining me is Rob. Hello, Rob. How are you? Hello. You're getting a bit cocky with these intros now, aren't you? Yes. Yes. I'm letting you... Yeah, I think I need to rein in your chain a little bit. Uh, I'm all right, thanks. I'm all right, thank you. Although, right, so can you explain to me, is this a thing, right? So I'm in my mid-30s. I'm, you know, 36 uh, next month, so... (laughs) Basically, oh my god, as if you're 36 next month, you're right old. Oh, shut your face. Um, but is it normal for somebody in their mid-30s to be having a a wisdom teeth growing? Because I feel like I've got one growing in the the side of my mouth. I've never had them before. A wisdom tooth. Yeah. Uh, Wisdom teeth, wisdom tooth. Yeah. Yeah. If you've not had one before, possibly, mate. Yeah. Is that a thing? They they uh, yeah, yeah. actually I'm saying this, no idea, but probably. (laughs) Apparently, the official term for it is erupting. So I have a wisdom tooth yes. erupting, and it does feel like yeah. it's erupting. It feels like Etna mm. is going on in my mouth right now. Vesuvius, the toothiest. <laughs> uh, so there we are. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's happening. Is there any wisdom oh, teeth sufferers out there? Send me your advice. I've got. I'm, I'm mad on the aura gel at the minute. That stuff tastes disgusting. Let me tell you. I'd rather have the wisdom tooth erupting. It's it's ill. Anyway, you stop having it then. Oh, okay. Then I'll just I'll just pull it out. I'll do that thing. Like, you remember that thing? Like yeah, you I mean, do? stop using the gel. If you'd oh, rather wouldn't... have it erupted. No, I wouldn't. It's fine. Uh, so <laughs> this week was a busy old week in Albert Square, wasn't it? Welcome to Albert Square after dark, everybody. I hope you're well. Uh, so let's start discussing this week's EastEnders because we had a wedding this week, which I don't think either of us thought was actually going to happen. I didn't think either of us thought that we were going to be seeing Cat Mitchell on the credits by the end of the week, but. Bugger me, we did. So let's get discussing this week's EastEnders. Uh, busy old week this week. Um, so we shall start with this, the discussion. I should put my teeth in before we start. We shall start with the discussion uh, about Suki, Denise, Ravi and Nuggets. Now then, last week... Uh, we uh, Suki discovered what had happened because uh, Denise watched the video. And this week, Suki is trying to work out how she can uh, punish Ravi for what's happened. Because I like the fact that Suki apparently has completely washed her hands of any responsibility with this whatsoever. <laughs> Do you not feel that? I think she's kind of just like, oh, it was Ravi. I was absolutely fine. I have no guilt about anything that happened whatsoever. I didn't even, I, I only hit him softly. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> Lesser. Well, to be fair, I mean, in fairness, she was the victim, and it was. She was. No, I, I completely. But agree. I get what. No, but I do understand what you're saying. It's like, anyway, when we get to it, but you know, when she's telling telling people what happened, yeah, yeah. it's like she's had no involvement no, in this scenario absconded whatsoever. Herself. Yeah, absconded yeah. herself of all responsibility, and I don't really blame her to be honest. Yeah. Um, so she's kind of they. Her and Denise go to the police, which is a, a bad idea to start off with. Because why would you go to Walford Police with a with a legal issue? That's the worst thing you could possibly do. And as predicted, uh, the police basically turn around to her and say, "Well, you've got no evidence. Stop wasting our time and get out of the police station." I thought the police were, was very rude to them, considering what they were trying to come up. With, considering what they were trying to say to her, I thought they she kind of dismissed it quite quickly, even for Walford Police. Well, I think it's coupled with the fact that Suki went in before, didn't she? And she just seems to think that it's Suki trying to get her son off with yeah. the sounds of it. But yeah, it could, maybe it would, you know, like maybe a bit of investigation might not hurt a there. A tiny bit. Ravi in for some questioning or something. Uh, you know? uh, yeah. I mean, what else are you doing, Warford Police? Taking out a few traffic cones on the M25, mm-hmm. you know, you know mm-hmm. it's, it's not like you get called upon all that often 
for any problems that go on in Walford, is it? And this is why, because you're useless, all of you. There's no branch of Scotland Yard interested in Walford police, let me tell you. Um, so, obviously, Suki and Denise now have to take matters into their own hands. So Suki decides to record a confession for Ravi. However, unwisely, she decides to have this conversation with Denise in the middle of the square, and Ravi overhears this. And there's a nice moment where he's kind of like, sort of his back against a van, listening intently, his eyes narrowed with planning and stuff like that. Um, I was expecting that when I saw him. Yeah, it's, van. I know. It's, I mean, where are you with Ravi this week, can I ask? Like, because he was a very bad van this week, really, wasn't he, for, for the majority of it? He wasn't a well, I don't like him anymore. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Change your mind, A hundred percent. Done a U-turn. He's a bad, bad man. As soon as he started beefing with Kira, as soon as he got Kira's legs broken, I'm like, now, you, now you've crossed the line, Ravi. Now yeah. you've crossed the line. Now I don't like you anymore. So I know. Bad, bad I man. Bad, bad man. Because, he, yes, so he obviously knows what Suki's plan is. So when she takes mm -hmm. him to the Albert uh, and starts trying to have this conversation with him, she then receives a phone call from the prison Saying that Kira, well, it was it's Kira, uh, say, telling her that he's got he's had his legs broken, and and Ravi sat there, kind of like, yep, and that was me, and that's what you get for trying to record me out, record a confession out of me. So that plan kind of falls by the way by now. So do you think that K Ravi would have gone all the way with this? Like, how far would he actually have gone with like Kira in prison? Well, the thing is, if he did kill him, then what's left? There's nothing for her to lose. So I reckon he would have just kept injuring him, which I don't get me wrong, is mm. bad enough. Yeah. But all I kept thinking as well, like, that's your brother as well. So mm. how can you do that to someone who's your brother on top of things? But I think he would have kept going. Yeah. Maybe probably. not death, because like I say, what maybe a coma, you know, maybe not mm. far off as that little threat or something. Yeah, I don't think he would have stopped. Yeah, but I don't think you can you can really sort of like stop at a coma, can you? You can't be like, Oh yeah, he's in a coma now, we'll stop here. <laughs> Yeah, like, no, I, I definitely not. Yeah, that's kind of a risky, a risky game to play with that one, really, isn't it? Um, but Suki's kind of. I think the point is though that Suki basically said it to Denise, like, "Well, I'm a mum. This is what he's doing. This is how he's like. No matter, even if he doesn't go all the way with this, the fact that he's putting Kira in harm is is enough for me to sort of like fall to his orders, basically. Um, mm. So, meanwhile, uh, obviously Chelsea is broken up with Ravi. Uh, and Nugget's very, very upset about this. I loved Nugget this week. I'm so pleased we got some more Nugget scenes because I love Nugget. And he really delivered this week, I thought. I thought he was fantastic. Really, I agree. Really it feels like we haven't seen him properly for ages. And then it was nice yeah. to have him back. Yeah. And, he, and, and nice I... to see him not being his jerky side and actually having a little bit of emotion yeah. to get dug into as well this week i mean the thing is with nugget yes he is a little shite sometimes all right he is oh yeah uh, because he's a teenage boy and teenage boys are like that sometimes but i think if you scratch away at nugget actually he's just a lost little boy who like so many young characters over the years in eastenders has looked up to people that have turned out to be terrible people like ranveer and nish and ravi and even suki ain't no angel to be fair so I think all he wants, really, is just a sort of normal, loving family around him. And he keeps getting, he keeps discovering things about his family that that, that don't, because the Palisades aren't exactly, even as a fa even when they're all getting on, they're not exactly a sort of a lovey dovey kind of touchy feely family, are they? Which I feel like Nugget would probably like to fit more into. No, they're not. But now you mention that Suki was very like that with Nugget. Out yeah. of everyone that I've ever seen her be like it, she's quite, it yeah, she was quite maternal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was quite maternal with him, wasn't she? Wasn't she? Because those two mm. got on very, very well. 
Um, but uh, Suki basically tells Nugget what has gone on with Ravi this week. And I think she's kind of she's what because Nugget's upset that Chelsea's gone, and she's he's upset the fact that he that him and Ravi aren't moving in with Chelsea anymore. So he's just sensing that Ravi's done something else to to mess to mess up his life essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, and you can tell that people are keeping things from him, and then Suki eventually sort of just snaps and tells him basically well implies what went on and then nugget uh, by the way nugget nearly take nearly took drugs this week by the way again oh, yeah mm. again and, and god mm. knows what he would have taken the way that the drug dealers around walford work he could have taken anything heroin crystal meth well, spice. It was 40 quid so what can you get with 40 quid rob do you know i don't know re i know you can get mm. you, i know you can't get that much at asda these days for 40 quid so <laughs> no, that is true no you so yeah, your... God knows what it were. Back in our day, you could get the weekly shop for 40 quid. So God knows what the drug rate is like these days, I tell you. True um, that. But Suki kind of steps in before that happened, which I was quite pleased about. <laughs> it's, like, it's like poor Nugget. I don't think he could I don't think he could take it. I mean, why did they jump straight to that? Has Nugget got a past drug history or something? Like you just jump straight to take I thought that and also I thought Go and check your dad's wardrobe because he's been giving it Gina. Uh, it to be free, fair, uh, yeah, exactly. That's true. I wonder if he, I don't think he knows anything about that. But um, nah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like all he needed to do was just sort of look through, maybe move a few ceiling tiles aside and found a big bag of cocaine or something, wouldn't we? We, we have seen him drink before, haven't we? Remember? Um, yeah. With the rum at that party when he were wearing uh, Baby Jordan. Yes, it was a bit of a poop. But obviously, drink's a bit different to a little bit going yeah. and trying to get drugs from some randoms on the street. So yeah, yes. interesting that that's the direction he took straight. Yeah. In. So I wonder if we need to watch Nugget for that sort of thing mm. in the future. Interesting. Um, but yeah, he kind of just runs up to Ravi and basically works out quite quickly that Ravi killed Ranveer, killed his granddad essentially. And he's really, he's devastated about this. Uh, goes to Suki. And the pair of them have this really nice moment together. I thought it was because a power cut happens across the square. And I'm telling you now, the power cut happened for no other reason than to make Albert Square at night look even more at night. And I loved it. <laughs> yeah, um, very true. It was all set around Cat and Phil's wedding at the time, but obviously the power cut affected the whole square and it really helped mm. Thursday's episode, I thought, to kind of add that extra level of gorgeous atmosphere to it. Uh, and the Suki and Nugget thing was very much part of that. Um, and I liked the fact that Nugget was sort of talking about um, the relationship that he had with Ramveer. Like, I think he, know, he knew that Ramveer wasn't the nicest of, per- of people. and He knew that he upset people, but he was always good to him. They always like, played Ludo and stuff. And I really liked that. Mm. Good. Uh, so, <laughs> nothing else to add to that. All right, fine. That's cool. No, sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's good. Um, Ravi is obviously looking for, for looking for Nugget, and Suki's kind of yeah. trying to hide him from it. Uh, and at one point, when Suki goes to answer the door, Nugget has run off somewhere, and we see. And the last thing we see of Nugget oh, yeah. at, at the end of the week is wandering off down down the square in the dark, and we don't know where he's gone. Or do we? Do we know where he's gone? We have a announcement that happened at the end of this week, which we just we shall which we shall discuss at the end of the podcast. But I think it's very very exciting, and I think also throws the six mystery slightly on its head a little bit. Mm. Yeah, I really definitely. Do. But we'll get but we to can't, that. Yeah, we'll get yes. to it. It's hard to yes. say it without. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. By at the way, the podcast. you know when Nugget left, something mm. that often happens on EastEnders. Why do they leave the door open when they leave? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's just to make the... Yeah. Like, why you, do you, I've never done that in my life. No matter how annoyed I am with anyone and I've stormed out, I've always shut the door behind me. Because and otherwise, you know, what's the point and you know of slamming what? it? And you know what? I'm not going to shut the door either. No, exactly. That's how much of a dick <laughs> I'm going to be to you. I ain't going to shut your door either. I'm going to let you yeah. escape. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I, I mean, presumably it was so that Suki wouldn't hear him leaving. Although, yeah, hear him shut all, the door. Yeah, yeah, although all she was going to do was literally about 10 seconds later walk into the kitchen and discover that he'd gone. So, yeah, <laughs> just, exactly. But yeah, it's it's always that thing, isn't it? Like some, a window is left open, the curtain is flapping mm. in the breeze to imply that the outside yeah, is yeah. now part of that story, or the door's left yeah. open swinging around. But yeah, it's a it's a very it's a trope, I think, isn't it? Very much a thing. Um, so I would ask you if you have any idea where Nugget might have gone, but I think we do know where nugget's gone i think we've got a fairly good idea well i made this prediction before yes, the announcement did, but we'll yes, get to did. that we will get to that right okay um, then anything else to do, anything else to sort of pull out pull out of this story this week the only thing i was going to say is i am suspicious of i know that you just mentioned that suki really likes nugget mm. but do you think that maternal stuff that she was doing towards him was just a bit of suki's old manipulation side coming through no part I... of me wasn't buying it as okay. well um, I don't actually. I think that with Nugget, she has actually developed quite a maternal relationship with him, okay. a genuine, genuine maternal relationship. I think it works quite well for her. I think it can be separate. I think it, I think she can have a fully kind of full on relationship with her, well, not nephew, but do you know what I mean? Um, and Step-son. she can step grandson, step grandson, or something like that. Yeah, Ish. I've never been very good at doing the whole family ties thing, and somewhere on a show like Albert, like EastEnders doesn't help because they throw all sorts of mad, obscure family references with marriages and all that kind of thing at you. Um, but I think that you can do a, you can do it separately. You can have that close relationship with him as well as realize he's quite useful in getting to Ravi at the same time. But I don't mm. think that Suki necessarily was using Nugget in a manipulative way. No. Fair enough. Mm. Sorry, I'm on last thing though, Rob. Yes. On this. Yes. Where's Nish? Well, Nish was there. This Where's week. Nish been? He was there this week. week. He weren't there at end at week and seeing terrible. how everything no, unravelled and getting involved with it all and knowing no, no. what's been going on. No, he wasn't terribly involved. He wasn't terribly involved, but I think he's sort of... Because the thing is with Nish, he is now sort of... He he just wants all of this to go away. He wants everything Mm. to remain as is. He's like, right, so what? I think Nish's attitude, basically, is that, oh, so what? You've discovered that Ravi killed him instead of you. Get over it. Big deal. And he genuinely genuinely expects that to be enough for Suki. As Mm. if he doesn't know this woman whatsoever. Or he's so arrogant about his own... What he believes to be his own power over Suki that he thinks that she will just kind of kneel down to his... To his words. Go, all right, yeah, I'll leave it then. Yeah. Mm, fair yeah. enough. No, silly niche. Uh, right then, ladies and gents, that'll do for that. Next story. So on to Stacey, Theo, and I'm going to say Jack as well. Now, in terms of the Stacey and Theo stuff, not a massive amount happened this week. Sort of stuff that we already know. Theo is on the square and he's making Stacey feel uncomfortable and he sort of bumps into her a few times and hangs around the Vic. And Stacey's sort of aware of his presence and is a bit sort of scared and everything. Um, But I'm more interested in what seems to be developing. I might just be over-reading this. This might not lead to anything whatsoever. But Am I the only one that is sensing something between Jack and Stacey? I'm not sure. Is it just me or? Well, I didn't sense it at all, but I can confirm that your theory isn't just you who's oh, thinking good. this theory. Right, <laughs> that was that's, awful English. That's, that's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a few people on our Instagram 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 page comment right, the same, mate. which I've not picked. <laughs> no, I'm not. No. I'm not. But we're not here for that today. That's a different discussion. Um, but yeah, a few people have picked up on this. I've not picked up on it at all. But there's a lot of people saying it now. So mm. yeah, maybe there's something in it. Is there a a fair thing happening between Jack and Stacy soon? Now, 
on the face of it, you'd think not, because for a start, I don't know why Jack would do it. Stacy, yes, all day long, because Stacy does love herself a branding. You know, frankly, I was just thinking that I'd be number three. If she uh, did. Yeah, well, frankly, Jim's lucky that he's not around anymore because otherwise she'd be going <laughs> after him as well, wouldn't she? Um, but I'm more interested in what the potential of that might bring because I think there's actually at the moment quite a lot of story for a potential Max return. And I think Max, mm. I, I'm kind of fairly confident that we're going to see Max again within the year, not necessarily by the end of this year, but by this time next year. Yeah. I think we might be seeing Max again. And the reason for that is that, for a start, there's a lot of story going on. So he still doesn't know about baby Annie. So there's that for him to uncover. Cindy's now back. And frankly, I think him and Cindy would make a an amazing yeah. pairing. Apart from the fact that he was, she would need to, they'd need to get over the fact that he was, he was basically responsible for Stephen's death. So that will be something else for them to sort of uncover. Mm. There's that as well. And then also for him to return and discover Stacy and Jack have had a thing together. And we've basically been, in, it's basically been said that Stacy is kind of the love of Max's life, really. So there's a lot for Max to be getting on with should he return. And obviously, Lauren is floating around as well. I think we're probably going to have Lauren back full time before uh, within the How do you think? Time. I think so, yeah. Um, I would like Lauren the, back. I like yeah, Lauren. I know a few people yeah. are. No, I like, but I, I like Lauren. So I reckon that a Max return would work quite well at the moment. And then to, so then to throw in the fact that Jack and Stacey have at the very least had a fling, I think it's mm. a potential. What do you think? I really hope, and I really hope not. No, it's not a potential, but of course, yeah, it probably will happen. Probably, yeah. I've not seen this. I just, I actually just thought, hmm, this is too good to be true from Jack, and I've just been kind of waiting for it to all go downhill and for him to start, like what you were saying, oh, he's going to want to try and take Charlie to go and live with him and stuff. Yeah. So you don't think that's going to happen now? Well, it doesn't seem to be going in that direction now, is it? Like I thought yeah. as soon as Jack realised that Theo had basically moved in next door, he mm. would think of Charlie in an incredibly unsafe situation and would be like, right, no, she needs to, she needs to live with me. Mm. And he hasn't done that. Quite the opposite, in fact. He's been really attentive to what Stacey needs. He's been really comforting. He's basically implied to Stacey that she's got a bodyguard in him. Mm. So I just feel like the pair of them are starting to get quite close. Knight in shining armour. Got mentioned this week. Stacey called him that, didn't she? At one yeah. point, knight in shining yeah. armor. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think I don't think I don't know if that's got anything to necessarily to do with the knight in the vic, but it might do. You never you never know. There's all sorts of Oh come on, you can't say yeah. anything now, Rob, all right? If it if it could be linked to Christmas Day, I know, then yeah, it's very true. Is, it's very right? true. And did you notice as well this week we had a little line from Karen where she quite randomly out of the blue said dead woman walking, which I've never heard anyone say when it comes to like getting oh, drunk. Oh yeah, now you I've said never it. Never heard yeah. that. I, I mean I get what she meant, but I've never heard that expression before. So for her to say mm. say that, I was kind of like, oh spotted spotted um but yeah i kind of sense that i i I, i'm getting that i'm starting to get that impression it would be an odd pair see it wouldn't work for me it would not work for me at all but then again you know back in the day he got with chelsea didn't he at one point so it wouldn't be that out of character for him to get with a younger lady would it no it's been a while since jack has been sort of the Lothario of the square. Because mm. he was very much that at one point. Like he had, you know, yeah. both he had both Ronnie and Roxy on the All go the at one point. Yeah, Chelsea. You know, Sam. he was 
Yeah, Sam. So he was kind of, he was basically as bad as Max at one point, almost. Mm. No one's really quite as bad as Max is when it comes to yeah. that. But, you know, he wasn't far off. Um, and it's been a while since sort of that side of Jack has been explored. So I, I don't know. I'm just getting that impression. Maybe it's just me, but I think it, and I think, like I say, I think it would just open the door even wider for a potential Max return in the future which I'd be quite excited about, because like I say, there's a lot for Max to be getting on with at the moment. It's really strange that all of this potential story, and we said I said this right when um, when I was doing the other podcast, um, when Max first left, that there was nothing for Max to do for ages after Abby and Lauren were axed. They gave Max absolutely nothing to do, and then after Max left, all of this potential story appeared that he should have been there for, and then obviously wasn't there for. Oh, yeah. I remember you saying that, actually. Mm. And now there is quite a lot of max story potential kicking off and i do think that him and cindy would be a fiery pairing together and i think they would cindy, be yeah i think they'd match each other very very well i have to say what's jake wood up to these days do we know is he doing something in theater i feel like he's doing something in theater and i've seen that so he's got a very big a possibility that he would be coming back yeah he's got a big old beard i know that much mm. Uh, and he's shown up on a few like darts matches and all that kind of. Thing. I'm assuming he's busy, you know. He's a working actor and he's a good actor, mm. so I'm assuming yeah, he's quite. Yeah. He's perfectly busy, but I wouldn't be surprised. I really think that a match return is on the cards at some point soon. Let, I mean, let, let us know in the comments whether you agree with any of that. Um, but I think I mm, let let us know if you agree with anything that we have said in this discussion about the potential for Stacey and Jack. And what do you think about a Max return in the future? Let us know in the comments below. Uh, on to Daniel, Sinead and Nikki now. Oh, sorry. I mean, Jay, Lola and Nadine. <laughs> that was a Corey reference there. I do apologise. <laughs> I got that but, one. <laughs> yeah, some people will understand that. Um, so Jay has met a girl this week. Uh, and she is spitting image of Lola, and she was literally just standing there in the middle of the square, and which just slightly unsettled him, understandably. Uh, and she is, um, well, she is an escort essentially, isn't she? Like she, she basically men basically pay her for her services, and she's got quite a sensible view on it. Well, it's pay, it's a job, and it's paying my university loan, and it means that I don't have to live in a rubbish flat. You know, fair play to her. You know, that's fair. That's and it's she's in London. It's expensive. Yeah. Oh so. yeah, she she'd do well. Yeah, fair play to her. Mm. Nothing on that whatsoever. Um, but I don't know how I feel about this. I really don't. How are you on the idea that Jay is essentially hiring a woman who looks like Lola to kind of not sleep with him yet, I suspect, but sort of they're sharing a bed together. He's getting this woman to wear Lola's perfume just to give him a bit of comfort to help him sleep. I don't I don't know. I'm not overly critical about it, but it feels a little odd. And it seems like a very strange thing to take away from. I mean, I'm not saying that they are copying Corrie's storyline, but it's very similar to a story that happened in Corrie not that long ago. So where what do you think about this? I don't know. It's one of them. It's like ethically, is she taking advantage of somebody who's grieving, which she is. However, she's also offering him comfort. And Mm. if it does make him feel better in the long run, Arguably, you know, grief counselling might be a better solution for but, you know, It might be a cheaper solution <laughs> rather than anything else. That, I don't well, know what her, I don't know what her going rate is, but I don't imagine it. If, like you, know you say, what? she's in London. I don't imagine it's that. I don't imagine it's that cheap. Saying that, we know what the wait lists are like. Although in Walford, they seem to be all right, so we could probably get on grief counselling oh, well, next week. To, Jay can't afford to go private. Um, so yeah, so he well, kind of is. 
Well, yeah, very private. Uh, he sort of meets... We discover, basically, the reason that Jay has sort of been wandering around at five o'clock in the morning was that he is basically trying to make himself tired so that he can sleep. He is mm-hmm. having trouble sleeping. He's kind of developed insomnia because of because of the grief. The thing is, I sound like I'm being overcritical about this. I get it. I get kind of what Jay's... Where Jay's mindset is. It just seems really odd for the fact that she looks ex- pretty much exactly like Lola. Like, if, you would, if it was to be revealed that actually Emma is her mum, and she was Lola's sister. I wouldn't be in the slightest bit surprised. It would make it would visually make perfect sense. Well, there's a few people online saying that as a theory, aren't there? There's I a lot think of theories. Emma's long lost daughter. Yeah, well, there's a lot of theories going around about about Nadine. Some of which I don't well, quite believe exist. <laughs> Rob's Rob's favorite theory, actually, that's going around about Nadine at the minute is that she's actually a figment of Jay's imagination. And Rob was I... telling me how much he believed that this could be true. <laughs> I, what? What absolute nonsense. I don't believe that for a second. Do you know why I don't believe this for a second? It's because, well, for a start, the scenes between Jay and Nadine are very sort of vivid. They're very, very vivid indeed. Uh, you know, she's definitely there because she's he's like yeah. in well, whose flat is he going to? If he's if he's if he's if this is a figment whose flat has he just wandered into and selected in some random bed if she's a figment of his imagination? And secondly Airbnb. <laughs> and then secondly. They've given Nadine a surname, Nadine Keller, her name is, which isn't a surname that we know. So why would they give a figment of Jay's imagination a surname? Why not is give her a first name? Why not give her a surname? Yeah, but why? I don't she... think that's. I don't think that's a credible reason for it to not be real. Rob. Oh come on, Ree. Did... I'm not. I'm not. I try not. Right. To, I try well, not to step all over your theories a lot more than I used to. It's not my theory, to be fair. This but is not come my theory. On. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Right. The only thing I will say that I did notice, right, mm. is when Jay bumped into her in the cafe, right, yes. and they were ordering drinks, he was quite visibly speaking to her. Why didn't Kathy acknowledge and go, why is Jay talking to someone who looks exactly like Lola? Like, why has no one else said, like, anyone noticed that bird that Jay's hanging around with looks exactly like Lola? Like, it's Albert Square. Everyone had noticed that. Yeah. Mm. How has no but one also- noticed it? It's not been hiding with her, has it? No, but also, arguably, you could say that it's a busy London calf. So it's not like calf hasn't got Kathy hasn't got other things to be getting on with when the, she's not looking at all her customers and sort of seeing who they're chatting to. Like that only happens when you know someone needs yeah, but, to see something. But one when one looks a bit like your dead kind of daughter-in-law, you know, yeah, you probably know not. Them. I'm not denying that she doesn't look like Lola. Okay, she does look very much like Lola, and I actually think. Oh, is that, that all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She looks like Lola. Yeah, <laughs> definitely for sure. Uh, she's not a figment of my imagination. She definitely looks like Lola. Um, and I think the actress is very good, actually, as well. I, I, I like the character. I think she's. She seems like a. She seems really like. I don't know if she is taking advantage of Jane necessarily because I think that they're both being quite honest about where they are with it. She's not trying to take advantage of him or charge him extra. Really, she's not saying, "Oh, come on, just have sex with me. That will make you feel much." better she's not trying to do that yeah but actually when jay first went back to a flat i did think she kind of tricked him into going back because i didn't see that coming they were having a drink yeah Yeah. and then she said do you want to come and have a brandy at mine and then it's only when he got there and he went oh god i'm more drunk than i thought that she goes oh you can stay if you want i'll give you mates rates oh yeah 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 maybe you should have told him to go home then why did you offer him back for a night yeah i mean she she said that 
Yeah, she didn't have to be charging him. I grant you that. She doesn't have to be mm. charging him anything. She could just be trying to be a nice person. But I think that she has mm. seen a business potential here. Um, but I feel like she's mm. not... I feel like Jay knows what he's getting himself into here. It's not like she's lying to him about anything. He knows full well what the situation is. And he's even asking her to wear Lola's perfume. So he knows what he's doing in terms of... And he knows what he's yeah. paid for, essentially. And all she has to do is just wear this girl's perfume and fall asleep. I mean, I'd rather do that for a job than what I do at the moment, you know? <laughs> well, to be fair as well, I don't think she's clicked on that Lola's died yet. She just keeps saying the ex. And That's remember, true. she God, said What must she think, um, think of Jay then? Like, this girl is still alive. What, you want me to wear your ex-girlfriend's who just walked out on your perfume? All right, then, you weirdo. Yeah, fine. That'll be 50 quid, thanks. But I think yeah. I think that's, that is what she thinks, because wow, when she uh... bumped into him in Square, she said, oh, let me guess, boy cheats on girl, girl mm. dumps boy, boy's yeah. upset. And then he went, yeah, yeah, he just agreed with it. I still don't think that she realises that no, she's you're right. passed. So in nah. that respect, she's no, not you're right. really taking as much of an advantage as... Yeah. All right, yeah, that's that's fair enough. So where does this go from here, do you think? I mean, is this going to develop into something more between well, what them? what happened or... on Corrie? Will it go down that <laughs> route? <laughs> well, they got together, didn't they? Uh, yeah, Daniel yeah. And Nikki. They actually ended up getting together, mm. and I think Nikki ended up running away or something. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it is perhaps unfair to say, you know, to make the Corrie comparisons, but it is a very similar story, you know. guy loses, Guy loses his... The, a love of his life to cancer to and cancer then, yeah to cancer and then sees a woman who kind of reminds him of said ex-partner said. and starts paying her to, to be there for his own comfort and grief process so it is pretty I mean, much very it similar is the thing. Same thing it is the it same is. thing it is the come same on thing. you just said it <laughs> it but is yeah. the same thing <laughs> I'm, uh, well rob it depends if she's a figment of his imagination then it's not going to go that much she's not a figment of his imagination that's the most ridiculous thing i've ever heard in my life there is no way that i no. i can't see eastenders doing that no i think that'd be I. very bold for eastenders to do something that's that surreal if yes. i'm honest yeah and i don't think it would suit eastenders down at all uh, maybe no. home and away or neighbors might do something or hollyoaks might do something like that but i don't think yeah. Easter, eastenders is a bit more grounded in reality like you yeah. know we're not at the stage where, you know remember when home and away and alice's head appeared out the fridge i don't think we're at that oh, stage gosh. quite yet uh but um i don't know i i think he will i think what jay will end up doing here is starting to get a little bit too close to her and maybe she might feel a little bit uncomfortable when she discovers about like the true the true story what? behind mm-hmm. lola Possibly, but or, or is he going to get in debt? Him. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah but is... I also, yeah, I think she quite likes mm. him as well, which understandable, because he's a nice bloke, yeah. is Jay. Yeah. He's a nice, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's a yeah, Wait. but he's Jay, right. um, but he's a no, because he's a nice guy, you know, and Jay is, yeah, a, yeah. A, has always been a nice guy that the girls sort sort of quite like because he's a genuine sort of soft-hearted bloke, and the girls in Wolford mm. aren't used to men like that, so it's. There is potential there, I think, for her to start to fall for him a little bit. But mm. Jay won't be... If Jay does start to develop feelings, it's not going to be because of who she is. It's going to be because of the the feelings that she he she evokes about Lola. Yeah, so it'd be for the wrong reasons. It'd be a mm. bit of a strange situation if they do, but who knows? Who knows, indeed. I think it's just... It, it is odd. And like, how far is he going to go with this? Is he going to start trying to introduce her to Lexi? Because that's going to no, be no, 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 you no, 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 no. just going to be a very think, private thing. I think he's going to keep it a secret as long as mm. possible, and then it's a case of Callum or Ben possibly seeing him with her or somebody mm. else on the square, and then going, "Hang on, mate," Emma, which is probably. what I'm saying. 
I'm surprised that, oh, actually, yeah. talking of Emma, yeah, have you seen the other theory that people are saying that um, Emma's planted her there, right? <laughs> right, So okay. that she can get custody of Lexi um, and and then like be telling the courts that Jay's been paying money for her an escort. So it's to like, so, discredit his personality. I see. So she that's is another found... theory. That's not my theory. Oh, yeah, yeah. So let's just let's 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 unpack, not my theory. Let's what unpack that. So she so Emma has hired a hooker or not hooker, yes. an escort. Sorry. Oh, Rob. Uh, no, yes. an escort, an escort, an escort. Um, to um, that looks happens to look exactly like Lola to plant yes. into Jay's life to discredit him as a potential guardian so that she can get hold of Lexi. Yes, that is correct. I see. Uh, so, <laughs> do I? I know. I don't believe that either. <laughs> I don't. I no. I don't believe that. But let us know in the comments. I mean, uh, maybe I'm just batting away theories unreasonably. I don't know. Some anything could happen from here. But let us know in the comments below what do you think is going to happen because of this storyline. How do you feel about it? How do you feel that Jay is? Go- how far do you think this is going to go? I'm unsure at the moment. I don't know how I feel about it at the moment. But it could grow. I like Nadine actually. I think she's got sort of a nice warmth to her i don't think she's a mad sort of i don't think she's a big manipulator or anything i think she's just sent i think she's doing it quite business-mindedly at the moment i think she's like right okay this guy needs comforting and i can get some money out of it we both win in this situation that's fine you know what i mean i think it's i don't know i know what you mean but i don't agree fair enough let's uh move on to (laughs) the next story now Onto the Beals now. Uh, and I really, really, really loved the scenes at the end of the week between the Beals. Weren't they strong? I really, very really strong. enjoyed it. Yeah, very, very strong. So Bobby spends the week basically fretting about the fact that he wants to move back in with Ian. He doesn't really want to move back in with Cindy, but he feels like that's kind of what he has to put up with in order to live with his dad and brother again, which you can kind of understand. However, I do think that he is overestimating quite how it's going to be living with Cindy. Like, I wouldn't dare if I was in Bobby's situation, would you? I, I don't think I could no. even channel he don't know. He doesn't know Cindy, though, does he? So, you know, but yeah. I mean, I so... Again, it, does, and she's encouraged it, so... Uh, yeah, that's true, yeah. So, yeah, Kathy wasn't exactly helpful this week. I would have thought that... If, I would have thought that Kathy would have been like, no, do you know what, Bobby? Let's just calm this theory down for a moment, shall we? Let's just... let's You you don't want to live there just yet. Let's yeah. just see what the lay of the land let's... is, shall we? Let's just calm it mm. for a minute. Reese's singing isn't that bad, and you can watch a few more true crime documentaries with Sonia. There's a little missensitive Sonia who's making Bobby watch true crime murder documentaries. I mean, for God's sake, Sonia, honestly. <laughs> I thought that was so obvious why you wouldn't be liking him. Like, how have none of them clicked? Twigged. Maybe you don't want to watch yeah. something yeah. like that, honestly. Poor um, Bobby. Poor Bobby. I really felt for Bobby this week. I really, really did. Um, we got what I was expecting from, from the Cindy and Bobby stuff this week, which was me feeling like a little bit heartbroken for Bobby. Um, it doesn't really come into play until the end of the week. We basically were watching Bobby sort of deal with the idea that he might try and move back in with Ian. Um, but Ian wants this to happen. Uh, so he says to Peter, like, right, so what needs to happen here is that we need to persuade your mother that Bob moving Bobby back in here is a great idea. And Cindy is behind him on the sofa, pissed as a fart. Now, we need to, can we just briefly talk about Cindy's drinking? Is this yeah. a thing? Is this a thing? Because... Well, yeah. Yeah, because when we went for the flashback with her and George, yeah. it was very clear that Cindy's drinking was sort of a thorn in their relationship side. 
And it seems yeah. that Cindy has become very reliant on drinking when she's upset. So mm-hmm. what, is this something that is going to develop a little bit further? Or I I already suspected that she's an alcoholic, to be honest, with how she's that's yeah, what I, that was it's... my first thought. She didn't seem like she's been like that in France though, did she? We didn't get no. that impression that while she was there with Ian, it's like now she's back in the situation. I mean, to be honest with you as well. Going from a nice villa in France back to Albert Square, you know, like you might want to drink. drink to get you through. I drink. You know? I drink. <laughs> right. You're damn right. But I yeah. drink. <laughs> I think I... I think that's where it's headed. Alcoholic murder. I've already got a theory on all this anyway. Please do. Do you want to hear it? Yes, I do, Ree. <laughs> Nothing I'd like more than hearing this. Go on. Well, oh god, it might be a bit dark. Anyway, I'm gonna say it. Go I. On. Yes. I think that Cindy's going to be an alcoholic. Okay. Obviously, without... I know I'm jumping ahead a bit. She, yeah, she had a yeah. conversation with Suki this week. Yes, we had I that love little that. scene with her and Nish. Yes. I think she's going to be an alcoholic. Get into yeah. a situation with Nish. Okay. It's going to be a bit like the Ranveer and Suki thing. And Nish is going to try it on. And then okay. so we're going to have a very similar Cindy and Nish situation. And she may be the seventh woman in the six. Oh, And the six will become the seven. Interesting. That's not anyway. uh, not. Do you know what? That's not the most ridiculous theory you've ever come up with. I I like that. That's good. That's good. <laughs> That's not bad. I yeah. I just I don't know. If, I don't know whether it's going to go full on alcoholic because we have seen some people in Albert Square like just turn to alcohol straight away when there's an issue. You know, I mean, look mm. at Shirley. Shirley never really tackled an alcoholic storyline, but we knew that Shirley yeah. drank a ridiculous amount when she was on the edge. And it was Roxy. never really, yeah, right. yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. Many, many, yeah. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I think the fact that it was a key thing in her and George's relationship suggests to me that it's something that it might be worth keeping an eye on, and that mm. she might be developing a little bit of a reliance on it. But I don't know whether it's going to go full alcoholic. I mean, to be fair, she's only been back in Albert Square a few weeks. There's many, many months for her to have a completely and utterly Albert Square life for her to become an absolute addict to alcohol. <laughs> she has ex- yeah. she's had nothing yet, trust me, for the things that Albert Square can throw at a character. Nothing. Um but I thought she flipped quite quickly though. I think she becomes a bit nasty when she's had a drink, doesn't she, Cindy? Because she at first was kind of trying to give the impression that Ian was fully under the impression that Cindy had, was all right with this. Like it wasn't necessarily that comfortable around Bobby, and it might be a bit weird for her to be around Bobby for the first few weeks. But I think Ian thought that she'd get over it quite quickly. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, as soon as she overheard him saying it, she went, No, oh, you're letting that psychopath. Uh, yeah. In. Like, oh, all right, Cindy. Yeah. Calm down. Like, yeah. You don't know Bobby like we do. All right. He's not yeah. He's not that guy. Exactly. Also, to kill your daughter, so. But the thing is, I, Cindy can. I, I mean, I'm so delighted that Cindy's bad, but she can start off calling anybody else a psychopath when she literally tried to have Ian yeah. murdered. <laughs> that like, is so true. Pot kettle. Yeah, yeah, yeah slight, slight hypocrisy. And the fact that she, you know, she can act like the grieving mother after she has abandoned literally six children in her six entire children. life for her, for her own selfish needs, no more so than Cindy Jr., who she abandoned mm. when she was a baby to get herself out of prison. So let's not pretend, yeah. Cindy, that everything you have done in your life has been as a result of somebody else's kind of, like, a lot of it, as you were brought upon yourself, Cindy, all right, love? Yeah, so, she's done for her own needs. Mm. Yeah, exactly. But... I mean, well, what I thought was remarkable about all this, so obviously Bobby comes in, she mm. chucks his box out, yeah. and, there are, and Peter and Ian are like, whoa, calm down. Yeah. Then he comes back in and we have that explosive scene where obviously she's shouting in his really face. Really big, yeah. 
chucks the wang over him, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. Horrible, by the way, to yeah. watch. I felt yeah. so bad yeah, for yeah, Bobby. Yeah, yeah, Really hard to watch. Ian then gives her the ultimatum, doesn't he? Love that. Yeah. I, I wasn't expecting that, actually. I thought he was going to be on Cindy's side. So did I. Amazing yeah. moment. Amazing moment from mm. Ian this week. where he li- and, he, and he went full out and he bent every single word of it. Mm. Like, he was fully there on Bobby's side. Like That is the first and only time you get to do that. And if you do anything close to that again, me and you are through. Loved that. I was stunned that he said it. I was not expecting Same. that from Ian whatsoever. And it's what Ian needed to do, I think. Ian, we needed to see that from Ian. And I think Bobby needed to see that from Ian as well, because the one thing that Bobby yeah. hasn't... Yes, Ian could argue... You could arguably say that Ian has forgiven him, although Ian has a very odd way of displaying forgiveness sometimes. Um, but I think it would have done Bobby a huge amount of good to see Ian really fight f- from his corner there. And I think it stunned Cindy as well. I don't think Cindy was expecting it either. Um, no, I don't think she was. And Peter was even, you know, he didn't say much, but you could see yeah. just the, how they were stood on opposite sides <laughs> of the room. Was you could tell whose side was like, oh, weren't they? Yeah. Although Peter's solution to it after it was all over, let me get you a glass of wine, Mum. <laughs> oh, I know. It's not as cold as you'd like, Mum. I'm sorry. But the thing that I found the most remarkable about this, right? So like mm-hmm. you said, she has a drink. We see this nasty side to Cindy. Yeah. Then she goes upstairs and it's like she just completely sobers up out of nowhere comes downstairs and then's overly reasonable about it. And that, is, I was like, really? Well, the thing is about that, I reckon that what she did upstairs was, A, take a few, very few long, deep breaths, calm herself mm. down a little bit, and actually worked out that she needs Ian at the moment. Now, we've discussed about how she's actually feeling about Ian. We both kind of under the impression that she is no more in love with Ian than I am. However... Yeah. I think that she's worked out. She desperately needs Ian at the moment. Uh, so if that means playing nice to Bobby for a little bit, then that's what she's just going to have to grit her teeth and bear it. She's using mm. Ian to get to the girls because she needs Ian to put her in a solid position in the square so that she can show the girls that she's worth having in their lives. Uh, and I think that she knows that Peter will... She can keep Peter on side once he's got the lure of new sisters to kind of keep him occupied. So all she needs to do is sort of hold out until the girls are on side and then she can leave Ian and then she doesn't have to play nice with Bobby anymore. Ian is a chess piece at the moment that is still very much in use for, for her. Oh, he is a chess ha- piece. He's so just a she, pawn, isn't he? Uh, yeah, exactly. So she needed to have that moment of just calming herself down, remembering where she is, remembering her position and then sort of taking the next move to make it okay with Bobby. I mean, by the, you know, when she went outside to speak to Suki, she's very much not okay with Bobby living there. There's a, we're mm. under no illusion at that point that Cindy has completely calmed down and accepted the idea. She's just sort of tried to be a bit more reasonable because she knows what she needed to do in that situation. Mm. Yeah, yeah, true. Really, So it's really all about her it. needs yet oh, again. Oh, yeah, really. yet again. It it's just Cindy. Yeah. This is Cindy. Yeah. And then the thing is with Ian, you know, and this, as amazing as that moment was where he stood up for Bobby, and it was amazing. Like, I nearly stood up and applauded. I thought it was a fantastic moment for Ian. Mm. Um, but at the same time, I do believe that also Ian thinks that will be enough to tame her because we're back, in, we're back then into typical Ian mode where he is just dumb enough to believe that he is enough to keep this slightly insane also... woman on tracks. Is Ian smart enough to know how much Cindy needs him as well? So he's saying, "Well, no. This is if you want if you want this life and you want to stick by my side, mm. then you need to take Bobby as well." But he's already got these concerns about George. Like she's he's seen that there's mm, obviously still chemistry between between her and George, so which kind of makes that moment even braver from Ian's perspective. I mm. thought because he knows, I think deep down, that Cindy will get with George the first opportunity she gets. I think, um, but. 
I think she he he just had to remind her there and then like what exactly he has done for her and by that point we are still a little bit unclear as to how those two came into each other's lives again and i hope we are still yeah. going to get some form of flashback as to how that happened we might not but i think there's still a lot of mystery as to how those two actually came into contact with each other again like what the times between we still don't know where cindy was between the time that she walked out on the girls and the time that she got back in contact with him we've got no mm. idea what she was doing or where she was in that time period it was a good few years so it's there's still a lot to be left un, unanswered here. So we, there might be other things that Ian has, other cards that Ian can play to keep Cindy around that we don't know about mm. yet. Mm. Indeed. So what do you think's coming of the Suki and uh, Cindy conversation at the end? Anything coming from yeah, that? Yeah, that was an interesting moment, wasn't it? I mm. I did like that. Um, and they've got they've got things in common for sure like you kind of realize okay yeah you both lost kids you both kind of quite icy you can kind of probably yep. see things to take out of each other potential friendship yes but i also think it's worth remembering suki and peter have slept together and i don't believe that we're just never going to mention that again oh so, yeah i forgot about i didn't even think about that actually when is she yeah. going to use suki because i don't think nish knows that so is she going to mm. use suki as a pawn to get to nish to in order to improve the business opportunities yeah maybe? possibly yeah that's a very good point yeah totally forgotten about that mm. that definitely still happened uh and that we have not really like we've not really addressed the suki and peter thing since peter's been back other than suki other than peter kind of like no don't talk to suki that's a very bad idea don't do that please yeah, yeah. uh so i wonder if we are going to sort of address that in the coming weeks that would mm. be interesting to see i we haven't seen we haven't had a scene between suki and peter since he's come back i'd like to see that um mm. but yeah i mean i just loved everything about this this week so bobby is moving back in with the Beals. i don't believe he's gonna have an easy time still no matter what cindy might say so yeah interesting very 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 exciting but very very good loved it loved it loved it loved it right then final story of the week so cat mitchell is a thing I would have bet many pounds on that never being a thing, but it has happened. We are now looking at the name Cat Mitchell, played by Jesse Wallace in the EastEnders credits. What? <laughs> never thought I know, this. I can't believe it. I'm stunned that the Cat and Phil relationship has managed to out to last this long. I really am. It's. I'm not complaining necessarily. I just think I just never thought we were going to get to this point. Mm. It's mad. Cat Mitchell. It has a belly, it has a ring to it, I suppose, isn't it? But oh, how long? Does, how long does a divorce take? Well, I was wondering about this because obviously we know that Sharon is getting married on Christmas exactly, Day. Yeah. We still have no idea to who to. Um, but I was trying to work out: is it possible to get divorced and married again in ninety-four days? Is that a thing? That's is what that I was possible? wondering. I mean, probably mm, in, the, in, the world of, in the world of soap, it might be possible, but I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. Um, so yes, the wedding of Cat and Phil officially happened this week, uh, and Cat. Has gone. Let's talk about Kat's dress. She went from virginal white for her, what she considered to be her proper mm. wedding, to something slightly resembling someone who might sell bananas in a marketplace somewhere. <laughs> well, think... Rob, are you? Are you? Um, do you know the um, artist Frida Kahlo? I've I heard the name. Yes. Oh, you do. Yeah, okay. I'm. I'm very. It was very I'm Frida. Very... Oh, are you? Oh yeah, mm, I'm very it artistic. was a very, um, it was a very, it was a very Frida Kahlo type outfit. I thought at one point when I saw. Oh her, right, okay, nice. I thought it was an interesting choice for Cat, mm. uh, but yeah, I I thought that she looked lovely. The only thing I couldn't figure was why she had that like red belt 
corset thing that just didn't, didn't go with the dress? Did you notice I know, that? I didn't. I didn't notice it particularly. Oh, I think I was just kind of just too. No, I. I, I think I was just too stunned by the whole. By the whole. I mean, I liked the. I just. I don't. I just didn't quite understand why she went from like wearing a proper yeah, wedding dress for in her first thing to what she was wearing in the second. I didn't quite get the the journey we went on because to get to she the kept second saying. Dress. Because she kept saying she wanted no frills in, which is ironic because oh, sure. no that dress was full of frills. Full of frills. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but I think she was just trying to show, look, I've just plucked some out of my wardrobe. It was a look that I think she still looked nice, by the way. She did look nice, but yeah. It, 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 she was trying to shower her maintenance she is, how much she didn't want a big deal. And do you know what? They probably spent a fortune on that last wedding that didn't go yeah. ahead properly. Yeah, probably. So she probably thought, do you know what? Sod it. We're not wasting a bunch more money. Let's go down registry office and have some cheese puffs at Vic when we get back. Uh, yeah, well, it was definitely low key and they definitely didn't spend a huge amount of money on it because they didn't even have to pay for the electricity in the Vic because that cut so that cut off during True. the reception um so yeah they are now married now the other thing about this she asked Alfie to to give her away to walk her down the aisle which I thought was a bit odd did you not I, why, why yeah. would you ask Alfie who you know is in love with you to give you away I thought that was a really odd choice oh Kat. I I think I think Kat genuinely don't think that he's in love with her oh, I actually don't on. think she really? believes it Really? Yeah, I think that she don't. Be- yeah, yeah, I don't think that she believes that. Yeah. Wow. Otherwise, why would she ask? It's well, I think she, isn't it? she. But the thing is, she wants him there. You know, she desperately wants, yeah. and she is absolutely devastated by the by any idea of Alfie not being there. You know, and mm. yes, you could argue that you would feel like that about any best friend. You know, like Sharon and Phil profess to be best friends, but. She knows, I think she knows full well that if she were to click her fingers, Alfie would come running back in a heartbeat. Just like, Fair enough, yeah. Just like Phil would with Sharon, essentially. Or, Sharon, or like or Sharon would with around, Phil, yeah. or the other way around, you know? Of course they would. And they've had, mm. that, they had that kiss last year as well. So I, Oh, yeah, I, of course, yeah. I mm. don't think that Kat is that unaware of Alfie's feelings. I've got to be honest. I thought it was a bit odd to ask him to give her away, um, especially when yeah. Alfie has got a lot more going on than she uh, would like to realise because mm. we were right. Alfie was lying about the cancer diagnosis uh, and he's got all that to deal with in his head this week. He's trying to sort of, because he's got, a, what's the word, prostatectomy. He's got to, uh, he's got to have that done. Prostate, prostatectomy. That's the one, yes. Uh, and so he's got that sort of going on in his head this week whilst all the kind of run-up to the wedding occurs. Now, meanwhile, Keanu is still sort of kicking around, like trying to blackmail Phil and fails miserably at it because Phil's like, well, I've told Kat, so what are you going to do? Keanu believes him because <laughs> he's an idiot. Uh, so <laughs> he basically, so he, at the Hindu, gets drunk uh, to the point where he has to be taken home. And he's so drunk that he tells Alfie what went on with Phil and Emma because he's yep. Keanu, bless him. Uh, uh, so Alfie's now got this information to deal with as well. So on the day of the wedding, he goes to see Phil, gives him a very good punch, which was a good yeah. punch, good, good, good punch. It was a good punch. It was a good punch. Um, Phil didn't punch him back either, because I feel like Phil was kind of like, no, right, okay, yeah, you get this one, all right, fair enough. Because normally, Phil, under those circumstances, whether he was in the right or not, would just attack. Yeah. And Phil just didn't. He was kind of a bit stumped mm. that it had happened. And he manages to get out of Alfie what he knows and sort of goes, right, yeah, well, that did happen and I'm sorry. But then works out that Alfie's keeping something else and works out that Alfie was actually lying about the cancer. So they agree to sort of keep each other secrets, which kind of puts them in the same situation as they were this time last week. Yeah, and also I don't think Alfie having cancer versus 
Phil cheating on Kat with Emma are very equal secrets to be keeping, are there? I think Phil's got the best end of that deal, don't you? <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, because <laughs> Phil can because Phil can deny it. <laughs> <laughs> for yeah. a start you know no matter how what emma might say like whatever keanu might say phil can just go no no that never happens cat there they're just just trying to break us up look at these nutters around us how can we mm. deal with this <laughs> you know but yeah alfie's secret can not really be denied um and he goes into hospital has they think it seems to go all right the operation but we're not quite sure whether it's whether yeah. it's got rid of everything or not um, and Linda's there by his side. Linda and Alfie, what do we think? I wouldn't mind them. I don't hate it. I wouldn't mind them, but I like them as a friendship. I think it feels really genuine. Yeah, it's yeah nice. I like them as a friendship. I think they sort yeah. of... Cause, and the thing is, it's not like Linda doesn't know exactly what's going on with in Alfie's head about Kat. So that's nice. Mm. You know, Linda's fully supportive of that and supportive of what Alfie uh, is going through at the moment. So yeah, Linda will be very much there as a support for mm. Alfie. Um I don't know. You could argue, I think, that there is a little, there's a few elements of Mick and Alfie in terms of what Linda yeah. might find attractive in a man. So you can sort of see them getting together. Mm-hmm. But whether they do or not remains to be seen. I feel like now we know that Alfie is definitely still desperately in love with Kat, I feel like he won't ricochet to Linda. No, I don't, I don't, I don't see it happening, but I wouldn't be too appalled if it did happen. Mm, I just like yeah. the friendship as it is at the moment. Yeah. Um, so with the wedding completed, Cat Mitchell, I will say this again, Cat Mitchell. Cat Mitchell. Cat Mitchell is a thing. Um, how long is this wedding? How long is this marriage going to last? Because these secrets are very much still hanging in the air. Yeah, this is the thing, isn't it? So something I'm suspicious of, right, mm. is why Sharon, obviously I know why in some ways, why she's been so eager to make sure Kat doesn't find out and to help Phil with it. And a part of me thinks it's actually because she wants to be there for Phil when it does all come out. That's the reason. And when it all goes to, yeah. Because really, she's this pally pally as she's trying to act like she is with Kat. She'd be like, you need to tell Kat that's not mm. right. But yeah, yeah I'm, I'm still suspicious. Yeah. Even though he's got married to Kat, I'm still... This week, no, you're right. I'm more yeah. thinking that he's going to get married to Sharon on Christmas Day. Yeah, you're right. I mean, how many people actually know about what is, what Phil has done? So Sharon knows, and she's still trying to profess yep. to be a really good mate of Cat's. That's not being a good mate to Cat, keeping that secret no. from her. If she was, you know, so clearly she cares more about Phil than she does about Cat. That's under no yeah. dispute. Okay. Um, in terms of, and there's a little moment where Sharon catches the bouquet of flowers this week. Did you notice? Yeah. When, when yeah. Cat chucked it. Cat <laughs> went I... right, you slags. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. that was great. That. that was great. Um, yeah, Sharon caught the flower. I love those little moments where they're sort of just kind of connecting pieces of a jigsaw towards them towards mm. Christmas Day. Like we know Sharon's in a wedding dress, and I love the fact that Sharon is as clueless as to anybody else. Who the hell would I marry before the, before Christmas Day? Sorry, on that note. Yeah. Sorry, whilst it's yeah, in my yeah, head. Go on, go on. Jack gave Phil the cufflinks, and oh, Sharon yes. came in and yes, commented the on them. Yeah, course. yeah. The cufflinks have changed hands or changed mm. sleeves, uh, so they are now with Phil. Now, I don't believe for an instant that Phil's going to be the one on the floor Christmas Day. And we've got ninety odd days, which is fifty odd episodes for these cufflinks to still do the rounds around the True. square. It's very much going to be a game of hot potato with these cufflinks until we get to Christmas Day, uh, to the point where they might even change hands on like Christmas Day morning or something. I won't be surprised. Mm, um, um... So Phil's got them at the moment now we know that they belong to nish originally and i can sort of see them ending back with nish nish is still mm. very much top of my suspect list and i will so we'll talk about more about the suspect list where we're at when we get to the news at the end yeah. of the week um 
So yeah, that was nice. But I love the sort of the little jigsaw puzzle pieces being connected for the mystery as we get closer to Christmas. It's great. Mm. Um, but yeah, Sharon getting married on Christmas Day. I feel like it's similar to the way it is with um, Pat and Alfie and, and Phil and Sharon. If Sharon clicked her fingers, Keanu would come running back. So yeah, there is still the potential for Sharon and Keanu to be the wedding on Christmas Day for sure. Although in some ways... I think Sharon's shown a preference to Phil this week by threatening to uh, cut Keanu's contact with Albe if yeah. he mentioned anything, which I were a bit surprised at her using that as a bargaining tool. Yeah, I, I don't think that Sharon is that bothered by Keanu now. I think she's gotten over him. Yeah, I think, oh, right. I, think I feel like she has. I mean, I think mm. she's seen that, you know, what they had was at the start very much a, an exciting affair. Um, mm. But it was something that very much doesn't work in long-term relationship because there's so much going on in Sharon's head with regards to other people that Keanu just doesn't fit into the equation. You know, yeah. I think she's got enough going on. So I, yeah, I would be surprised if it's Keanu mm. she's getting married to on Christmas day, but then at the end of the day, who the hell else could it be other than Phil at the very uh, a mad theory, possibly Dorian, if they're, if they're going to throw, well, but could she get married I to was him just... this quickly? I was just thinking that because we had a little another mention of Abu Dhabi looking for gym <laughs> managers did. again, didn't we? Earlier yes. on in the week. So why does that keep coming up as well? Mm, yeah, is that's... Dorian really connected to it all somehow? Yeah, it's odd that, isn't it? I don't understand what mm. the Abu Dhabi thing is going is about or what it achieves or who Dorian really is. It's a little bit odd. Oh, is, is Sharon going to move to Abu Dhabi for like a month before and then we're just going to randomly see her back on Christmas Day in a wedding dress with like no context? Possibly, possibly. Possibly. I don't know. There's still a lot to cram in before Christmas Day, isn't there? Mm. Like, we've still got Kathy's time yep. of reign of it. We've still got Linda's reign of it to come. There's a lot of theories mm. going around that Dean's going to make a comeback at some point soon. And that's going to yeah. have to happen quite quickly, I think, for it to feel right, you know. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but as far as Cat and Phil are concerned, I liked the wedding episodes. I thought that I thought it was all really, really nice. I love the atmosphere of the of the power cut. I thought that just made everything look 10 times better with all the candle light. I'd like a wedding reception like that. It looked lovely. All candles everywhere. It looked nice. Especially in Albert Square. I just liked how everyone on the square was prepared for this power cut and everyone had plenty of candles because I oh, don't yeah. have candles if I ever had a power cut, yeah. let me tell you. I've got a torch <laughs> on my phone. That's what gets me through a power cut. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, there we are then. Um, that was pretty much the, the week's discussion, I think. Um, Gold Star? Do you know what? I actually think I'm going to give it to Kat. Because I'm, oh, I'm okay. really enjoying, I'm really enjoying Kat at the minute, and I'm, I'm liking her jolliness. Mm-hmm. I know that it's gonna not going to be lasting that <laughs> it's not long. Not going to last. So I'm going to give it an hour while she's happy. While she's happy. Kat, All right, fair me. enough. Yeah. Um, nugget. Going to give mine to Nugget. It's got to be done. Oh yeah, like get mine to Nugget because I thought, um, I thought Jaheim Russell Chowdhury was really, really, really strong this week. Really good performances. Marvellous. Mm-hmm. Right then, ladies and gents, bit of news this week. Big announcements for two new characters that I think have put the sixth storyline right on its head. So, great excitement, ladies and gentlemen, and a massive amount of intrigue. We have got two new characters on their way to the square. Two brand spanking new characters that have a connection 
to Ravi. Uh, according to the BBC EastEnders website, Ravi Galati will get the mother of all shocks this autumn when ex-girlfriend Priya comes back into his life with a daughter he never knew existed. Ever since their bitter split, Ravi has kept Priya away from their son Nugget. However, it turns out that he's not their only child together. The fallout of his revelation will send shockwaves through Ravi's world. Uh, and that's daughter is Avani. So we have two new characters, Priya and Avani on their way. Now then, apart from the fact that this is good because it's giving Ravi and Nugget some more material, very, very exciting. I have to say, I think this removes Ravi from the suspect list on Christmas Day, don't you? Yeah, yeah, to be honest, why introduce him this late on if he's not going to yeah. be here for another, you know, after Christmas? Like, this is a massive, um, uh, this is a big story, you know, they're bringing in two new characters for that little unit. I mean, obviously, it expands the Panasars and some well-needed women mm. in that unit as well. But this is two new characters for Ravi to interact with. And it's big. It's his daughter and his ex. Like, you or can't... Bring that or in is it to throw someone... us off the scent because it seemed too obvious? I mean, yeah, I mean, the past... suspects has been top of that list, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, and I think this week has very much been about building Ravi up as a mm. big potential for the floor. Um, but this, I think, really, really, really removes the potential of Ravi being on the floor because, like you say, you bring in two new characters for for someone. What is the what is the point of then getting rid of them a couple of months later? Yeah, so true. And to bring him a daughter, surely we want to see how this daughter that he never knew he had, we want to see how yeah. that's going to develop. There's not enough time otherwise, is there? Yeah, and the simple fact is that Ravi has been a hit, all right? He's won awards, uh, you know, the viewers like Ravi, you know, we like Ravi. I think he's a great, layered, really, really interesting yeah. character. Um, who We've kind of said that it would be a shame to lose him at Christmas, because I feel like there's a lot more potential for Ravi beyond mm. being murdered at Christmas. Um so I think this basically, to me, I think this confirms that you can remove Ravi from the suspect list, which is a big suspect to remove, by the way, as well. It's not like, you know, just removing, I don't know, Rocky from the list or something. Yeah. You know, this Ravi was a massive contender for being on the floor. So does this put other characters even more in the spotlight for you? Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. I agree. I don't think it's going to be him now. Because like mm. you say, what's the point? But who is it going to be? Nish? Nish. We've, we've not seen Nish. enough of Nish though lately. We haven't seen Suspiciously. enough of Nish. Yeah, so. I think that I think that you know obviously we when this storyline first began, Nish was very much the villain of the of the piece. You know, all the way back in February, we were talking about the Eve and Suki storyline and how Nish was a coercive controller, and that was very much kind of the key story at the time. And then the rest of the year has been sort of about kind of putting other men into the frame, um, you know, sort of bringing other women and their stories into play to sort of build up to the story. So, but it's always kind of. I've always kind of felt that it's surely got to be Nish on the floor Christmas Day just because of the shelf life of a character like that. Like, where does Nish go mm. after this? Once he discovers about Suki and Eve, that's got to be the road to his exit, surely. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that he's necessarily dead, does it? Doesn't, it doesn't thing. mean that. I think, I think one of the major people that everyone thinks it is online is Dean, but we've not seen him come back yet. So it's yeah. hard to comment, isn't it? There is a lot of people saying that it's possibly going to be Dean. And there's a lot of people saying effectively that it's a character that isn't even on the show at the moment, which is interesting. Mm. But it also sort of makes you wonder, well, who else would Linda potentially kill? I can't think of anyone else. And like you said, with the um, individual photos of them last week, it does mm. 
imply that it is to do with Linda. Oh, it's so hard. It's I love such it. A good I love mystery. it. My head's, yeah. a, my, he- my head's a mess with this mystery because it kind of just keeps yeah. turning over and over and over. And I mean, don't get me wrong, there is still the potential for it to be Ravi on Christmas Day. Like this, these characters might be coming in to for Nugget more than any, more than anybody. Like True. someone for him to interact with once Ravi is dead, once, you know, that's that a potential. Is a point. Um, mm. But I don't think so. I think there's a lot more for Ravi to be doing now these two are on the scene. Well, you know who else people keep saying that I missed off my list last week? Go on. Ian. Yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, this is the thing about this mystery, is that actually, it's making... There are characters that I always think are just no-go when it comes... Like, they always get thrown into the suspect list, all right? People yeah. like Phil and Ian. Phil, yeah. You know, it's the characters that you always think, no, they're not going to die like that. That's not going to be the end of their story. But actually... We're in a sort of era where anything could happen, and I could potentially see Ian on the floor Christmas Day. You know, maybe Adam Woodjack returned with the idea of it being a six-month contract. Six-month contracts are a thing, and he's like, yeah, I'll come back for six months, and then you can kill me off. Not a problem. And we still got Ian's heart troubles happening as well, so that's something to pay attention to as well. Maybe Ian, um, they get into a big row on Christmas Day. Ian has a heart attack, and Sharon cradles Ian because she is he is her childhood friend, and that's the blood stain that goes onto uh, Sharon's dress. You know, maybe who knows? There's so much that could happen. It's very, very exciting. I love it. I love it. I love it. Really good. But yeah, so we shall apparently be seeing Priya and Avani in October. That's is when they will be arriving. And frankly, I can't wait. Right then, have we got any comments this week, Ree? We'll start with this Instagram comment that we had. Uh, this is from This Is Jer Two, and she said. Talking of people getting together, is it just me that's seeing a spark lately between Stacey and Jack? Yes. So told you. Yes. Well, I told you there are other people. Uh, Yeah. So uh, uh, neither of you are alone in this theory. You both seem to be thinking the same thing. We share the same ideas. Yes. And theories. Yes. Theories. Yes, we do. Yeah. I. I think, I think, I think, I think it's a potential. I really do. Uh, we also had an email from Steph Cripps, which, uh, I'll, yes, I'll read it. I'll read it. Hi, Robin Ray. I've been listening to the podcast since you started. I just wanted to say thank you for keeping me entertained during my Saturday morning clean of the house. Ree, I think you have some great theories on storylines, so don't listen to Rob. I, ah. I also ah. think the bird poo on the door was a clue. You know, I... Ah. <laughs> ah. I had a friend who nearly put £50 bet on that Bobby Bill killed Lucy and we all mocked her, so she didn't. She still hasn't let it go for this day. <laughs> Don't blame her. Do not mm. blame her. I honestly. know how you feel, Steph. I've got a friend who hasn't let that drop since the box, since <laughs> Lucy killer story either. Yes, tell me about it. Mm. Uh, she goes on to say, bearing in mind the huge twist this was and that EastEnders seems to be back to its epic self, I think all the suspects so far named for dead on the floor are curveballs. My bets are on Ian at this point, due to the timing of his return and his connections to most of the six. Plenty of time for more to come, other than maybe Max. So, um, yes, there's another. Who was this email Max. from? Steph Cripps. Thank you, Steph. What a brilliant email! Probably one of the best ones that we've ever had. I must say. <laughs> you play, you like that, didn't you? <laughs> Likes that one. Yeah. Yes. 
Oh, See the might. bird poo. I'm I'm glad I've got someone. I'm. Mm, so explain it to me. Yeah, explain it to me. What 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 is it? What does that lead to? What's the what's the, what is it? Go on, tell me. To explain. There's it a to parrot, me. and there were bird. There's a parrot. There were bird poo. Yeah. Bird poo signifies luck. It were on Phil Mitchell's door. I'm sorry, but why 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 put it on there? Someone's put the bird poo on there, or somebody's not cleaned it off. And by somebody, I mean production. So. Yes. There's no accidents at a time. So like you're before. you're either you're either you're either saying it's a really really good interesting. I can't tell you or, why. Or you're chastising the production team for laziness is what you're doing. Either one of those two. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. Definitely. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh uh, well, there we are then. So that was uh, Steph's uh, input there, and I really, yeah, nice email actually. I'm 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 intrigued yeah, actually. You. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. Right then. So if you would like to get in contact with us about anything, anything at all, tell me how wrong I am. Tell Re how right she is. You like doing that? It transpires. Um, you can do any of the following you can find us on facebook at albert square after dark on instagram and twitter at e20 after dark you can like and subscribe on our youtube channel albert square after dark and find us on all your favorite podcast sites you can drop us an email at e20 after dark podcast at gmail.com and lastly if you'd like to buy us a coffee you can do so by going on buymeacoffee.com forward slash e20 after dark Really, I think you have some great theories on storylines that don't listen to Rob. There you go. That's uh, you're going to be smug about that <laughs> yeah. all week, aren't you? Anyone all else? Week. If anyone else wants to let us know anything like that, go on, let us know. Sure. Uh, <laughs> see, it is good though, Ray. You're getting it, we, people are starting to agree with all your theories. This is um, God knows if 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 it turns out that the bird poo on the door is some sort of link to what right. happens on Christmas Day, right. I will. Buy you something. I'll bet you a tenner. Let's have a bet. All right. Right here, pound. right now. Ten All pound. Right. Virtual handshake. Yeah, ten pound. Is there that so? So if it's got nothing to do with it, I get a tenner off you. And if it is, you get a tenner off yeah. me. Is that what we're doing officially? Yes. It's on video. Officially. That's, that's basically a binding contract, okay? Mm-hmm. I should look forward Sorry to spending, first. I should look forward to spending my tenner on a celebrations tin at Christmas. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> right then, ladies and gents, uh, we'll see you same time next week. Until then, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. See ya! Bye!